everyone! Welcome back to Capes and Japes. Um, happy Patriot's Day, which is a holiday that I think might only exist in Massachusetts. I was gonna um, say, it's what now? <laughs> it's Patriot's Day, a holiday which I believe only exists in Massachusetts, uh, not named after the sports team, the Patriots, um, although it would be reasonable to assume that um based new on england's the way... just like you know what we're gonna have a bank holiday for our football team we freaking love these guys um no it's a holiday that i think they made it it's it's the day that the marathon is on the boston marathon is on every oh. year but i think they made a holiday because of the Boston Marathon? So that people could just go to the Boston Marathon instead of going to work. <laughs> yeah, you're all free. Go watch Go watch the, those people run go so fast. Go watch people run real good. Yeah. Um, and it is also uh, almost my birthday, um, which is... Uh, this, ha- this every year is around when my birthday is. I was born... On a Monday when the marathon was happening, during the marathon, so, uh, not like my mom was in the marathon or anything. No, she was running the and then was happening. she crossed, she crossed the finish line and went into labor. Yeah, she was like, take me to the hospital. No, it, um, it had, it was, it was one of the field medics that delivered you. <laughs> Just in case anybody got injured during the marathon and... People yeah. tried to tell her, ma'am, are you sure you want to run a marathon when you're nine months pregnant? She's like, I am doing this. <laughs> that would be very cool. And that's why you have uh, speed powers. Yeah, that's, that's, wh- that's my secret backstory for why I am a speedster. <laughs> and why I love speedsters so much. Um, but uh, it's... Almost my birthday. I, when this episode comes out, it will be my birthday tomorrow. Um, and I will be 30, which is whack. Um, Sorry, I'll be right there with you in August, man. (laughs) I'm high-fiving you through the screen. Thank you, I appreciate it. I can't see you, but I can feel the energy. (laughs) Um, so anyways, fun times. Um, we're recording early because I... I'm off work, so uh, if the energy is, you know, unusual, um, maybe that's why. Or maybe I'm just thinking about how I'm almost 30. Anyways, uh, as promised, we talked about ice last week, so obviously now we need to talk about fire. Um, Olivia, I'm sorry, I just had a distressing thought. Uh Uh-huh. We've been doing this podcast for, like, what, five years now? Yeah. That's a sixth of our lives. Ah! Oh, no! Why would you say that to me? Because I had a distressing thought. Oh my god, that's so That's... Ah! Ah! That's freaking... Oh my god. That's whack. Anyway, that's... fire. Anyway, fire. We're both turning 30. We're almost at 300 episodes. Lots to think about. Let's talk about fire, I guess. Um, so, fire 
is a Brazilian superhero uh, named uh, Beatriz da Costa, um, who, like Ice, was part of, you know, an effort to introduce more international superheroes. Um, she first appeared in Super Friends uh, in 1979, written by E. Nelson Bridwell and drawn by Ramona Fredon, um, where uh, she would go on to become a member of the Global Guardians, which is uh, an internationally themed team of superheroes as their representative from Brazil. Um, when she first shows up, she has a very different backstory that, I mean, not very different, pretty different, um, from what, uh, she currently has in her initial appearance, where she is called the Green Fury, um, she is a woman who has received fire powers, um, as a result of, like, a... Warlock pact. <laughs> a a warlock, almost a warlock pact, honestly. It's, like, a, uh, weird mystical thing where, like, her parents are, like contacted by some sort of like tribal shaman who says that uh their child is is destined to have like magical powers as the result of a sky god um and then when she turns 15 he like contacts Beatriz telepathically and tells her about this um and she unlocks her powers, which are initially, um, just to, uh, she breathes green fire, basically, and she's able to use it to, like, uh, fly around, um, and, uh, she can, like, there's some limited, like, she can, uh, do some, like, flame blast, uh, and she can create illusions, not, like, fire-based illusions, just, like, illusions, um, which I guess, like, makes sense with it being a magical power, um, but doesn't really tie into the fire theme, um, but, uh, she goes on to, uh, she becomes president of the uh Brazilian branch of Wayne Enterprises, which is like good for her, girl boss. Um and she uh ends up she becomes a superhero called the Green Fury. Um she shows up in the Super Friends because she asks them for help fighting uh a villain. And then, uh, later ends up joining the Global Guardians, um, in their, like, first, uh, first sort of mission with them. It's, uh, again, some, like, kind of, uh, kind of, like, stereotypical. It's, like, they have to 
fight a wizard named El Dorado in the Amazon jungle, and there's, like, magical jaguars. Um, and, uh, she helps the Global Guardians with this, um, and then ends up joining them. Um, after this, um, cause her first appearance is in 1979, um, and then in the mid-80s, is when the Crisis on Infinite Earths happens, uh, and during that, uh, they end up giving her a new backstory, which, uh, does away with the, uh, sort of, uh, maybe problematic, uh, mystical element, um, and instead is more of a kind of sci-fi-ish backstory um where she this rules honestly her new backstory is that she is a uh model um she's like a brazilian supermodel um and then she also like does uh some like you know like showgirl type like performance stuff um and then (laughs) She, uh, decides to become a spy. Okay. For the Brazilian government. Like, she joins the, like, Brazilian, like, the Brazilian, like, information, like, intelligence agency. Um, and, uh, on one of her missions it's like her superior has this like uh they've invented this pyroplasm gun which shoots special pyroplasmic fire um and i she's i fire is a plasma <laughs> come on comment yeah but this this is this is special this is, fire. It's, this is fire that is also a plasma. It's plasma fire. <laughs> Guys, y'all. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, it's special. It's special. It's special fire. It's special cool new fire. I guess. Uh so she's used this gun on some of their missions. Um and at some point it gets stolen and they send her to go get it back. Um, and when she goes to recover it, um, she ends up, she is like, tries to use it in her like escape attempt. Um, and for whatever reason, it ends up blowing up. Um, and in the explosion of this experimental gun, she gets, uh... Killed. She is killed. She dies. And then she's resurrected by a mystical ancient Brazilian god <clears throat> with fire powers. Um, no. The explosion gives her fire powers in, uh, you know... A, the classic comics explosion powers way. Um, so she has the same powers that she had before. She is able, I 
think maybe they, maybe they get rid of like the like illusion stuff, but the same main power that she has before, which is that she breathes green fire and is like able to use it to like fly around. Um, and the like pyroplasma thing is why it well why you know it's like a special gun that's not just a flamethrower and why exploding it might give you superpowers instead of just a regular explosion um and it's also why you know the fire she produces is uh green and doesn't seem to affect things like normal firewood um so she uh is i think kicked off like kicked out of the intelligence agency because um of her bad job on this mission um where she blew up their gun and uh drew a lot of attention to herself um she uh dyes her hair green so that's not like a consequence of her superpowers that's uh hair dye at least at least originally maybe they've retconned it at this point to be like no she was born with magic green hair but i think i think it's just dye it like it it kind of tracks with who she is as a person um in that she's you know kind of extra and like draws a lot of attention to herself it's like yeah she would dye her hair green I that mean, makes sense. her entire wardrobe is pretty much green. Like she's yeah, she, she knows what, she green, knows her she theme. Dyes her hair green. <laughs> she commits to an aesthetic, um, and uh, yeah, at that point is when she uh, ends up leaving to join the Global Guardians. Um, she also, I think, they established that she started going by Green Fury and is now going by Green Flame. Um, but shortly after that, she's going to change it again, uh, because when she, uh, as we talked about with Tora, um, the global guardians, uh, end up being disbanded because the UN funding that they were receiving is now going to Justice League International and, uh, Beatriz who had, uh, formed a friendship with, uh, Tora, Ice Maiden, later known as Ice, who we talked about last week. I, I think the impression that I get is that this relationship between the two of them is, like, mostly established in Justice League International, and less so, like, actually in Global Guardians. Um... Based on the fact that this is technically a new, like, Tora is technically a new character, and then they have to retcon a bunch of stuff. But listen to the Tora episode for all of that, those complications. Um, but it's kind of like, oh yeah, the two of them are like best friends, they do everything together. Um, so she is the one who convinces Tora to come with her and, uh apply to be on the JLI, who it turns out is, uh, pretty shorthanded and, uh, happy to accept new members. Um, and this, this sort of dynamic is going to be persistent throughout B and Tora's relationship, um, is 
Tora being uh, sort of shy and unsure of herself and also more naive, uh, and B being the one who, like, brings her out of her shell and convinces her to do things and also kind of, like, takes her under her wing to, like, teach her about, you know, the world and how things work because Tora grew up in ice caves <laughs> and uh, th- uh, there's a lot of stuff she does not know. Um, and B has been a model in a very populous country. Yeah, yeah, no, B, B is a, a model and then a spy. So she has uh, been around a lot of, she's had a lot of learning experiences. Um, there's a, a pretty significant thing in the late 80s. Um, so shortly after, like, uh, crisis on infinite earth this has it's come up before i'm not sure exactly where but there's this event called invasion um which features a uh group of alien villains called the dominators um and a big part of the storyline is that the dominators uh unleash this super weapon called a gene bomb which uh targets the metagene which is a uh thing that exists in people that either gives them superpowers or like makes them able to develop superpowers um doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense with the way that superpowers have been established in the DC universe. Um, but it does, uh, it does affect a number of characters. Uh, no, uh, probably the, where we've talked about this the most is with, uh, Maxwell Lord, because he gets his psychic powers from the gene bomb when he didn't have them before. Um, and fire gets a huge power boost, um, which is like uh, definitely the form she's most recognized in today, which makes sense because again, this is like pretty like early on in justice league international that this happens. So it's like for most of you know, her run, this has been what her power set is. So she, um, most notably, she can now turn her whole body into fire, um, in, like, a powered-up form, um, like the Human Torch or kind of, like, Magma from New Mutants, um, also sort of like Sunspot, I guess. Who I was only thinking about because um, they have the same last name. So I was thinking it would be very funny if there was like some sort of like crossover fan fiction where it's like the two of them are like cousins or something. I think that would be cute. It would be very <laughs> um, funny. But uh, she can, uh, yeah, she turns, she has the ability to turn into a uh, green fire person. 
um, and she can fly, um, shoot fire like she did before, but I think she is now shooting much more powerful fire. Um, she is also, uh, intangible when, or she's like tangible, but it's like, she's, you know, she's fire. So it's like, she is not really affected by like most physical attacks. Um, and initially this is, uh, kind of challenging for her to control, um, because her powers, like, trigger under, like, emotional duress, and she is, as we talked about and as you would expect from a character named Fire, who has fire powers, um, a very sort of emotionally volatile person. Um, she's, you know, pretty quick to anger, um, or to, like, get worked up. So early on, this is kind of, like, just triggering without her meaning it to a lot, where she'll just be a fire person. Um, also, I don't think I mentioned, after the two of them fire and ice join the justice league international is when they changed their names to fire and ice where before they were ice maiden and green flame um but uh they're like let's we're gonna streamline this um so yeah she um a lot of her storylines in jli which is like we we've talked about it before but it's like a sort of a more like comedic book and like also is more focused on like you know character interactions uh and dynamics than on you know whatever the superhero problems that they're dealing with are um so a lot of her storylines are, uh, her, you know, dealing with these powers. Um, she ends up, uh, working with Big Barda, who helps to, like, train her in, like, combat. Um, especially because before this, with her, like, more limited powers, she, like, there was not a whole lot she could do in a fight. Um... And now she's significantly more powerful and it's like, okay, well, we are going to need more help from you when we're fighting, but we also need to make sure you know how to fight. Um, and, uh, also her, like, you know, relationship with Ice, her, like, their, uh, very, 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 very close <laughs> gal pal dynamic. They're extremely close friends. Yeah. They're besties. Um, during the death of Superman um, in the early 90s, um, B ends up using her powers because... Losing her powers. She uses them and she loses them. Um, she loses her powers um, for a while because uh the JLI tries to stop Doomsday um and she like uh 
pushes herself too hard during the fight and like her powers just stop working. Um, she, I'm not sure when they come back. Um, they do. Um, but, uh, she also, I think, pretty close to this, um, Ice dies. Ice is, uh, killed by a villain called the Overmaster. Uh, right? The Overmaster? There's so many. That sounds right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, B is obviously, uh, devastated by this. Um, she, uh, briefly dates, uh, Guy Gardner, who is Tora's ex-boyfriend, in a You know what? Grief moves Mm -hmm. in mysterious ways. (laughs) Grief truly does work in mysterious ways. You know, like, I can't blame them for making this decision, but also I feel like that's a relationship that would not be healthy, even under normal circumstances. Um, and she also for a little while dates, uh, Nuclon, um, or aka Adam Smasher, who we also talked about, uh, pretty recently. Um, probably which, a little better. Yeah, definitely less volatile. Um, but that also doesn't last long term. Though it's longer than longer than with Guy. Um, she also has, like we talked about last week, there's um, that retconned in character Sigrid Nansen, who is established as like they were Ice Maiden before Taurus showed up. Um, but you guys just don't know that because it all happened off page uh, because... They stopped, they... Because comics messed up. Because comics done messed up. So they introduce this character who is, like, sort of flirting with B, but is also, like, acting like Tora to try and help B, like, get over her grief about Tora. Um, we, much, much to unpack. Um, Yeah. <laughs> They're like, does this help? And B's like, I mean, I've already tried dating Guy Gardner. This can't be worse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) 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 Oh, well, I might as well. Um, There's also that I'm sorry, I just had the intrusive thought of like... Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. You know the song Girl Crush? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I do. <laughs> Fee's just looking at Guy Gardner like, would Tora like me if I were like that? <laughs> Is this what I should be doing? Do I date Guy just to be a little bit closer to Tora? I, I, I should not be taking my relationship advice from country songs that don't come out in oh, this time anyway this fu- future country sucks I, I should i should leave those alone probably <laughs> i should stop time traveling into the future to listen to 
Man, Booster keeps singing weirdest songs. songs. <laughs> Booster um, keeps singing songs that don't exist yet, and he's so mad about it. <laughs> um, we uh, we also referenced that last week. There's that story where um, B is uh dying, and she sees uh. Possibly Tora's ghost, possibly just a hallucination. Gay either but, way. Uh, either way, it's sort of gay. Um, it's uh, not. Um, it's not really. It's not really a very big story. It's in like a uh, showcase, which is like a like anthology kind of annual comic, and it's just like uh. Fire and this other minor character are in, like, a plane crash, and they're stuck in the snow, and they, you know, talk about their feelings, and then Fire sees Ice's ghost, maybe. Um, who's to say? Uh, and then, um, she also joins, uh, the sort of JLI reunion, uh, ish team. Some... Some returning JLI members, some new people in um the miniseries uh formerly known as the Justice League, and I can't believe it's not the Justice League. Um this is uh in like the early two thousands. So she's kind of uh she's gone for a little bit. Um but uh in this she takes on a kind of an older sister role to uh Mary Marvel who's also on the team um who is like a teen so like sort of like Ice is like naive about the world but unlike Ice is a teenager and Ice is the same age as Fire um so uh the two of them end up rooming together and uh fire becomes kind of like protective of her and also like you know takes her under her wing um this is also the story that uh makes me bananas bonkers that we talked about last week where the uh team goes to hell um <laughs> always sunny theme. Uh, yeah, all, always sunny font. The team goes to hell. Um because of a wacky series of events as most things happen with them. Um and they see ice there possibly or possibly, you know, some kind of illusion. Um and the demons do Orpheus and Eurydice to them, and they're like, okay, you can leave, and Ice can come with you, but if you turn around to look at her, she's gonna disappear forever. Um, and Fire turns around to look, and it's fine, uh, it's fine, and it's normal. Um, after these two miniseries, uh, B ends up joining Checkmate. Um, which is a, like, espionage, like, black ops kind of, uh, government agency. 
um, that is like cropped up uh, since the 90s ish. Um, it's Amanda Waller is often a part of it. Uh, Maxwell Lord is also a big part of it for a while. Um, it uh, shows up in like various places. Um, and like the Hellfire Club in X-Men comics, like a bunch of its members have titles like the Black Queen and the White Queen and like, you know, chess-themed titles. And uh, she joins Checkmate, um, which like she does like have a background working in like espionage and intelligence so it does make sense um and she is a part of checkmate while the infinite crisis crossover is happening um and then continues to be part of it after crisis um where beatrice is named the black knight um which is objectively cool. <laughs> um, and this is in, I think this is in the Checkmate, like, series. Like, th there is a Checkmate title that's just about Checkmate. Um, and it's revealed at some point that, um, <laughs> this is kind of, uh, a lot, um, that B's father, um, participated in Operation Condor, which, um, was a real thing that happened in South America, um, of, like, the U.S. suppressing, uh, communism in, like, south and latin america um very very bad very grim stuff probably like too grim for this comics books podcast i think um but b's father participated in that and like worked with the u.s government um to commit war crimes basically um and <laughs> war crimes please <laughs> <sighs> yeah 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 um and b this is um not public knowledge and b does not want it to be public knowledge um but amanda waller knows about it because of course she does she's amanda waller um so she is using this information to uh blackmail B into um doing assassinations on Amanda Waller's behalf, basically. Not Incredibly much better. classic Amanda Waller move. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely, you know, peak Amanda Waller, but like it's also not great. <laughs> Yeah, not, not, not great. Not, not in any way great. Um. Unless you like doing assassinations. B doesn't. B, B doesn't, B doesn't. She is, like, 
She's not as, like, anti-killing as some other superheroes are, which, like, Demanda points out. Um, she still doesn't want to be doing assassinations. Yeah, Bee's just like, whatever happens, happens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, if he dies, he dies. Um, so, uh, one of these, uh, assassinations ends up being, uh... Like, it's discovered that B is the one who did it, and she is arrested, um, and then the Black King of Checkmate, who is not a superhero, um, just a, just a, a, a government guy, um, convinces B to, uh, make public what her father did and let him, you know, be tried for his crimes, um, and then she'll presumably be granted amnesty for her crimes. Um, which she does, because she ultimately realizes it's the right thing to do. Um, and then, after she goes through all of this, Ice comes back to life. Um, listen to last week's episode to learn about the sort of odd circumstances in which Ice comes back to life in Birds of Prey. But she comes back to life, and she goes and finds B. Um, B is obviously uh, thrilled that she's alive, um, and you know helps her adjust to being alive again, and you know figuring herself out and like finding out what she wants to do. And uh, yeah, the, the the two of them are are back to being gal pals, which is great for everybody. Um, Fire is also a major character in, um, Justice League Generation Lost. Um, so, yeah, after, um, after Checkmate ends, she's not super around for, like, a few years in, like, the late 2000s. Um, and then Generation Lost happens in 2011, at the same time as Brightest Day, so right before the new 52 reboot, um, where, uh, fire, ice, you know, because God forbid you separate them, um, it's illegal, actually, to separate them. Yeah. (laughs) It is a crime. You will go to jail. Um, fire, ice, booster, uh, Jaime Reyes, uh, a few other people, um oh rocket red is there um and i think he and fire start dating at the end of this um she could do which, much worse uh, yeah she, she could has and has done. done much worse um but that ends up not being super relevant because everything is rebooted um pretty much immediately <laughs> that- after that was actually the uh, catalyst. They're like, you know what? No. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta, uh, I don't think so. We, we gotta, um, we gotta, we gotta circle this one back. Yeah. Um. So this is the storyline where uh, this group is sent to uh, try and track down Maxwell Lord, and then Maxwell Lord uses his powers to like basically erase himself from history um 
er erase I just, like the memory of him from like everyone's minds except I this just, specific group of people. I don't understand how he does this. Like books still exist. I don't think he's <laughs> editing every single book. Can they just not read? Like they, they if they, can't if they read. pick he up makes a, it so nobody can read. If they pick up a book that's like if they pick up like an old newspaper clipping and it's like Maxwell Lord arrested or whatever, uh, that's the exact headline: Maxwell Lord arrested or whatever. Um, <laughs> like they is it just like oh I see the words Maxwell Lord, but what my brain processes is something else. <laughs> I think that's it, because there's also something where uh, it's like somebody tries to, like, show someone, like, a photo of him. like, And, <laughs> and they're they like, just... I'm sorry to this man, but I don't know him. I, I think, I think it just, it just shows up as, like, it's just, it's just nothing. It's like the photo of in like fantasy high sophomore year, like the photo where it's like you like you see uh what's her name Kalina ah uh, yes yeah the, you it's like it, it, most people can't see this person it's like this is just a guy standing by himself and then uh you know so presumably it's like the the physical this is way too in the weeds about this but like presumably the books and the newspapers and stuff still like exist. And say what they say, but people look at them and their brains either, like, don't process it or, like, replace the words with, like, something else. But, yeah, as part of this, because Max, he's also screwing up all of these people's lives, he, like, uh, makes everyone think that, like, Fire has, like, failed her, like, psych eval in Checkmate and she's been kicked out. Um... But eventually, they manage to stop Max. Um, Fire kisses Rocket Red. <laughs> Everything is rebooted immediately as a direct result. Um, <laughs> and then she, there is a Justice League International series in New Fifty Two um, that uh, Fire and Ice are both a part of. Um, but Fire doesn't really get a lot of sort of significant personal arcs, um, it seems like. And it's rude. then Extremely rude. Um, and then, you know, the New 52 does not last very long. And I assume she's shown up in Rebirth somewhere at some point. Um, but I don't believe... She or Ice have had, like, any... Maybe they haven't shown up. Um, I can't remember if I've seen them anywhere, but she has not had any, uh, real significant stuff going on. Which is too bad. I think we should have a new JLI. Um. Always. Always. <laughs> always. All the time. Um. In Gozu Kazu Wright Justice League International Challenge. Yes. The only one I would trust. <laughs> God, for real. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely, obviously, I think she should come back because I think she's super cool. And um, I think 
that she and Ice should kiss. Honestly, DC owes it to them. Yeah, after everything that they've been through. After dating Guy Gardner. (laughs) After making her date Guy Gardner in an expression of extreme grief. After both of them dating Guy Gardner, they do deserve... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They deserve to kiss each other. Um, We say this out of love. Guy Gardner is um, our son, but (laughs) terrible to date. Absolutely awful to date. We say as if we have experience dating Guy Gardner. (laughs) (laughs) Or anyone. Also fair. Um... But, but, yeah, I, I, I think, I think we have enough knowledge to make an educated guess that it would not be good, it would not be a great experience to date Guy Gardner. No, but you gotta know that going in, I think. If you know that going in, like, mm-hmm. more likely to last a while, like, Tora knew he was uh, a whole bag of dicks. And she's like, you know what? I think I can do something about this. I can fix him. She put in her time. She did. And she has earned... A reprieve? A reprieve. A loving relationship with her gal pal. Um, anyways, um, that was all that I had to say. Did you have anything else that you wanted to add? Um, I didn't read any comics this week, but I did watch two movies, um, both of which had a Guardians of the Galaxy 3 trailer before them. Mm-hmm. Different trailers each time, but they had the same Ooh. line in- this is- I hadn't- I hadn't watched the Guardians 3, uh, trailer, any of them, uh. before this. They both had the same line in them said by one Mr. Rocket Raccoon that did make me, like, start crying both times. And I'm like, why? Is it the thing about the forever and beautiful sky? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Huh. It's really something, huh? (laughs) It's really something. Also, it looks like our assumptions are correct about the high evolutionary being involved in Rocket's backstory, which honestly... Yeah. Not not that big of a leap being like, hmm, High Evolutionary is gonna be in a Guardians of the Galaxy film. Yeah. No, um, I, I think we talked about this with <laughs> the Rocket. I mean, go listen to our recent Guardians of the Galaxy stretch. <laughs> but I I think it's I think it's a very reasonable streamlining of Rocket's uh pretty whack backstory yeah um uh, to be like but, but, we have this guy who already exists who does uh weird animal, animal experiments, experiments. <laughs> yeah he's gonna be in this movie because he's also relevant to adam warlock so adam warlock just... looks goofy i'm so sorry he comics does look way goofy i'm sorry to will poulter <laughs> you did um, not hit it <laughs> I feel it's like they made the gem too small. Maybe there's something wrong with it, and I don't like it. I, I like, I don't know why. I feel like it would have been fine to just have him be, like, a guy. Like, I don't think he needs to be a gold man. 
I'm gonna look up another. Pi- I'm gonna look up an actual picture of him now. Oh gods, they sure did just put some like gold face paint on this man, huh? They t- spray painted this guy. Um, it doesn't look good. It looks bad. Anyway, it's fine. Um, but the two movies that I watched were the D and D movie, which was very good. And yes. I would watch it again. Um, and the Mario movie, which I enjoyed, but might not watch again. <laughs> okay. I, it's um... fine. <laughs> I really I liked the even... score, though. Ooh. Um... But yeah, I mean, you... I the, the reviews are correct. You do hardly notice that Chris Pratt is there. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, that's not a bad endorsement. Um, no, like, that's that's the thing that I saw that I was like, okay, maybe I will watch this film. Yeah. Um, also, it's a tight, like, 92 minutes. I mean, I do, I do love to see that. Um, I have not seen Mario. I'm like, I don't know if I'm interested enough in Mario to go see it at a theater, but I will probably see it whenever it's, you know, available on streaming. Um, yeah, I did a double feature because I wanted to see the D&D movie and yes. my coworker was trying to talk to me about the Mario movie and I'm just like, well, I'm going to the movies on Sunday. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll participate do, I'll do in a this double feature. Yeah. It's um, like I I do love to see Jack Black being a big monster man. So I'm so happy for him living his dream. Um I did see the D&D movie and I was um very charmed by it. Um, it was good. I feel like my sweet boy, Justice Smith, keeps getting cast as the exact same type of guy. <laughs> but the thing is, it's always my favorite type of guy. It's just like, <laughs> you said I made you sad. Not like I did anything, but just the way that I am. Just, <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, kid, it's all right. Um, also, I love, I did open up AO3, like, all right, what are the girlies writing about? And, uh, number one ship, if you would like to give a guess. Um, oh, I bet it's, uh, Chris Pine and the Paladin. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, I, it was like, 54 out of 90 something fixed like sorted for you know uh english and etc mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like ah yes although i i am very disappointed that there were because basically i'm just like what what are people talking about i did the same thing for the mario movie i'm like what are people talking about bowser luigi on the mario movie no surprise of course um, and I'm just like, what What are they writing about? And I just, like, open up relationships and see how many are tagged per whatever. hmm There were, like, two fics that were Edgin and Holga, and I'm like, they are very clear. Yeah. <laughs> they-, <laughs> they are very clear in the film. Like, honestly... One of my if, favorite if you want things het, about the movie. If you want het, there's I can't there's a het ship right there. There's a it's sweet, it's cute. Yeah. Um Ugh. 
Anyway, that anyway. was that was my my weekend. Nice. Um, I also did not read any comics. Um, I am trying to remember if there was any stuff announced that is relevant, and I can't think of anything. Um, there's been a bunch of new, uh, X-Men titles, like, announced because Fall of X is happening this summer, and there's gonna be a bunch of reshuffling um Iceman is getting a new solo title um there's a new Dark X-Man series um and Nightcrawler's gonna be Spider-Man um good for him yeah which I think is a miniseries so like he's not gonna be Spider-Man permanently (laughs) um but what if (laughs) but what if he was just Spider-Man now Peter Parker's um, like, I'm going on vacation, and Kurt's like, I got you. I got you. Yeah, it's like when Black Panther was Daredevil that one time. Yeah. I want, I do like, I do want more comics like that, where it's just, hey, I have yeah. something very important going on. Can somebody cover me? Yeah, exactly. It's like getting your friends to come watch your cat, but it's like oh, higher stakes. Black- is it a like, oh, Black Panther is watching Hell's Kitchen now? It's like, no, 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 no. I am no. Daredevil for the week. Yeah, exactly. It's it, it <laughs> I gotta commit to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um But anyways, I don't think there's anything else I wanted to discuss. Oh, I did finally watch the teaser trailer for the Marvels, which I thought was really, really cute. Um, I saw a little bit of it as I was leaving the theater because it was on one of their screens uh-huh. where they just play movie trailers, and I'm like, it does look good. I do wish I could hear what they were saying, but I understand how that would be a terrible experience inside a theater lobby right over concessions. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, I'm like a little bit mad every time that MCU like sucks me back in with something I think is cute, but I'm like. God dang, it does look really cute. Um, so, I mean, hopefully it is, in fact, cute um, and good. But we, uh, we will see. I think that's not till, like, this fall or winter. So it'll be you a You know bit. what I'm we'll... excited for? Yes. Spider-Verse. Oh, my God. Spider-Verse is soon... I'm hype. They showed a um, trailer before the Mario movie, and just so wholesome, a child's just like, it's Miles Morales! Oh! Like, you're right, kid. You are absolutely right. It sure freaking is, little guy. Also, can I just say, when Mario first showed up on screen, some child yelled, it's Mario! (laughs) I don't know if it was the same child, but <laughs> just like you're absolutely correct, buddy. Hell yeah. Um I'm constantly upside of seeing about- upside of seeing movie it child movie in the theater. Yes. Children saying cute things. Downside yes. of seeing child movie in theater. Children talking during the film. Yes, also fair. Um I'm constantly thinking about that one tweet from um, the Batman uh, 2022, 
where it's like somebody, somebody said how like during the opening sequence when it like pans over the dark alley, a kid went, Batman's in there. And then Batman wasn't in there. And the kid was like, sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing. Batman's in there. Oh, no, I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wow, I want to watch that movie again. Anyways, <laughs> that's it for us. If you want to keep up with the show and see when we post episodes, you can follow us on uh, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook at Capes and Japes. You can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Um, if you have questions or comments you want responded to through email, uh, we have a Discord server um, that everyone is welcome to join, um, you know, as long as you're not going to be a huge jerk um, <laughs> or anything. But we have not had any huge jerks to date. Um, we also have a Patreon if you are able to support us on there. Um, really appreciate that if you can't do that but you still want to help out the show um leaving a rating and review is a very cool thing to do telling a friend about the show if you think they might be interested in it and just coming back and joining us as you have done once again today so thank you for being with us for this episode of capes and japes i have been olivia and i have been briar and as always it's a me Batman. <laughs> Batman's famous catchphrase that we all love to hear. <laughs> it's so hard to go from a high to a low. I'm so sorry for that, folks. <laughs> <laughs>